0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: (laughs) Hey, want to hear the most annoying
2: sound in the world?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Guys! (laughs) Guys!
2: Fellas, you think we could listen to the radio or something? If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three.
4: Bad boy! Four,
5: five, six. V.I.G. <laughs> hey, do you have a question about babes, about buffets, about love?
4: Please call me, Etc. cetera, and et cetera.
6: I'm your man. My name's Doto, and I'll fight for your rights party call now 1-800-520-1067 i love you
0: you are making me so bummed for your life right now i cannot endorse that message but i do acknowledge it now will we have some sort of creative control over the music i don't give a sh- son i still get paid let me show you what we got don't bogart that joint my friend
2: pass it over to me
7: that's rock and
5: roll what can i say
2: don't bogart that joint, my friend. Pass it over to me. Hi oh, you
0: serious? And now...
1: There are two kinds of people in this world, <laughs> and you ain't
2: one of them. <laughs> Our feature presentation.
8: Morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Bean Show. It's Friday morning, the 9th of November.
2: Yeah, It is. Up?
3: It, indeed, it is. Right?
6: Sure, the hell is.
3: It can't be more. <laughs> it's
6: so ninth of November. <laughs> uh, by the way, um, I, I I should have read this by you guys off the air, oh, but uh, the anniversary of the sinking of the Edmund Fitzgerald is on a weekend this year. Mm-hmm. It's tomorrow, November tenth, nineteen seventy-five. So,
4: why are really
0: we looking all,
6: forward to it? Well, what I'm saying is, why don't we all come in? Let's all come in and put on a Saturday okay. show. Okay. What time?
3: Yeah. Well, usual Same time. time? We'll come on, at okay.
8: five thirty, like we do. Uh, do we okay. have enough time then? I mean, don't yeah. we want more time to just dis- yeah, really we go through
3: a, it? A lot, like a bigger chunk. So of time. maybe like
8: four. Let's do it at four
6: a.m. Okay.
3: I mean, I, I mean, I'll to come noon. in that early.
6: I'll, okay, four to noon. So, yeah. So eight full hours of mm-hmm. Edmund Fitzgerald. Well, I mean, I think it, it deserves it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and we'll interview uh, you know some of the people sure. who are experts on the matter, and uh, sure. and just really kind of get deep uh, deep into it. Family right. members,
9: mm-hmm.
3: absolutely.
6: Le- family, we'll get Gordon Lightfoot on, have him sure. talk about his right. song. So, yeah. so we're all in then. Yes, absolutely. four mm-hmm. Make sure this is binding tomorrow at four a.m. Yes. We all show up and we do a, a specific Show mm-hmm. related program. Looking okay. forward to it. Can't wait. Okay, don't be late. Oh no, no, no. So, I might just stay here.
3: I'm setting my alarm now, just okay. so just so it's done.
6: All right, I just want to make sure we're all on the same we're page. We're good. Here. We're all good. Okay. Uh thing uh, now question. What <laughs> <That's> <laughs> words? A strange way of <laughs> verbs it ordering? Um, what do you do? We live in We live in a, a very divided time for a lot of a uh, lot of reasons, especially I don't know, the people there's so much uh, homophobia and there's misogyny and there's racism and there's sexism. What do you do if you find out that somebody at work is one of those people who has those feelings about a certain group? What's your responsibility if you are working with somebody who's a bad, bad person like that? Wow, I
8: don't, I don't know because for the most part, you're not their boss. Mm-hmm. So
6: it doesn't really affect you at work except for the fact that you're working next to somebody who you find
8: abhorrent. Boy, I, how should you handle that? I don't know. I mean, maybe go to a go to the management and say, "Hey, just heads up." This person, in doesn't case it think... affects work,
3: and I think I what... we're in a pretty—I hate to say the word—privilege, privileged place of saying, "Oh, well, that that stinks, but it doesn't really affect me. I'm I'm not black. I'm not gay. I'm a woman, mm-hmm. so I have that. Right. I can at least be bummed about that. But mm-hmm. right, it, if I was a black man, black woman, and the guy I'm working close to. Is racist against mm-hmm. black people? Uh-huh. that's not going to be very comfortable?
6: No, yeah, no. I wouldn't think so either. Well, this is why I don't know how to handle working with Allie now, who I've considered a friend mm. yeah. for a long Makes time sense. because I find out that she, you know she looks at a guy who says he identifies as 49 and she doesn't no. accept that <gasps>
10: this guy <laughs> she doesn't accept oh. that
6: why can't he be 49 oh. if he wants to
8: be 49 Now is this is this racist? No, it's not it's, racist. It's, it's ages, ages. I guess. Ages. Oh, yeah. is what
6: it is. And yeah. It's, not, it's mm-hmm. not only that. It's it's her denying who he is on the uh, inside I because see. all she can see on the outside is that he's not 49, that he's 20 years
11: older
3: than this that. This D-bag is making a mockery <laughs> out of real issues, and I hate him. <laughs> see? A, there it was right uh, there. Uh, no, I I'm not ya. even hiding wow. it. I vert- told you.
6: She is a hater. <laughs> His name is Emil or Emily, I'm not sure. Rattleband. he is Dutch and he has gone to court, Kevin, to to start a battle to make himself legally 20 years younger than he is on the grounds that he Listen. Is being, uh, on the grounds of what? He is being discriminated against on a dating app. Now listen. I want him in a grave. (laughs) Wow. Look, because people, he goes on the dating app Uh and he says he's 69 and the ladies are like, no, I'm looking for somebody much younger than that. But if he's 49, boom, now they're interested. That's unfair to him. My Uh
8: point is that even if he gets his age changed, and Uh I don't know if you can do that,
3: he's still 69. Yeah, I I usually swipe right for 69, but in this <laughs> case this guy i can't I so you, can't. Love yeah. you love him
8: you, you
6: love him, if, him. you hate would love him if he would love him if you would accept him the way he really is uh, instead of putting your preconceived notions of what his birth date means he's the worst pretty judgmental he, he's here's i i'm with you b now i don't know what to do it's <laughs> very uncomfortable isn't it here's a, a little
11: bit of a, a report on it the guardian reports a 69 year old man in the netherlands is seeking to legally cut 20 years off his age so he can get jobs and tinder dates According to Business Insider, he's filed a lawsuit against a local government office that denied his age change request. In it, he asserts that he identifies as 49 and should be allowed to live accordingly. Mm -hmm. The man further notes that his doctor told him he has the body of a 45-year-old.
6: Okay, what about Uh, that, Allie? Are you just just, uh, swiping aside, no pun intended, medical advice? His doctor says he's got the body of a 45-year-old. He's willing to be 49. Not good enough for you?
3: No, because we all know that doctors have a way of saying a lot of things that aren't true.
11: (laughs) It's the healthiest person who's ever been president. Right? How dare you? Exactly. He reportedly equated his situation with that of transgender individuals, telling a Dutch publication, you can change your name, you can change your gender, why not your age? Nowhere are you so discriminated against as with your age. Especially by Ali McKay on this show, by the way.
3: Nowhere are you as discriminated against... As with by your age. Ask this guy to hell. I'm not only in a grave. I want you alive and in a grave. And then I'm just throwing dirt.
6: But rocks first, right? Rocks,
3: boulders,
6: whatever.
11: (laughs) And then dirt. According to the Telegraph, the court has expressed concern about the ramifications of officially deleting 20 years of a person's life.
6: Look, he says he's even willing to give up his uh, pension because he's only 49 now. He's got years until he reaches that age of retirement. So I I don't know. I think I got to go with this guy. If he feels 49, he's 49 as far as I'm concerned. I mean, that's absurd.
8: (sighs) That's crazy.
6: I mean,
3: do what everyone else does on dating apps. Why? Change your age. Right. Move why. on.
8: Use a picture from 10 years ago. <laughs> Absolutely. All good. That's what everybody does. It <laughs> does seem cheaper than going to court, doesn't it? Does. It does.
11: <laughs>
8: All right, let's talk about today's Kevin and Bean Show, shall we?
2: Who's a good doggie? You are. Yes, you are. Hmm. Okay.
8: Um, I don't know if you remember, six months, a year ago, I can't remember, uh, Omar and Muggs decided to start a, a duo, a team, mm-hmm. to go out and uh, be the DJ in the entertainment Yes, at Bar Mitzvahs and Bat Mitzvahs. Yes. This is like, they're called the Mitzvah Brothers.
10: Sure. Okay.
8: And I think they brought it up like a year ago. Tomorrow's their first one
6: their first game yes but wait 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 i get
8: dj omar khan doing the music mm-hmm. what is
6: mugs doing as the entertainment what?
8: well there's a lot of uh jewish traditions mm-hmm. and stuff like that that they do yeah and okay. mugs knows about those and omar doesn't
3: yeah think of him He'll as the, yeah the jewish hype man uh yeah will
8: he bring uh muggos with him <laughs> i i sure that so be a, that would be a big hit <laughs> can't imagine they would let him leave without doing that <laughs> right that's his hit right uh, also on the program, we're going to talk to uh, Russ Leatherman. There are three uh, movies coming out today that we're interested in. Overlord, The Grinch, and The Girl in the Spider's Web. Yes. Okay. Uh, brand new internet roundup. We have, uh, for some reason, people want braces. I
6: do.
1: Adults. Yeah. I do.
6: I want them badly. Why? Well, we'll discuss because some lucky some bitch who works on this show, it looks like it's going to be getting braces, and the rest of us are going to be full-time jelly. <laughs>
12: It's It's a world to
8: live. What have I done with my life?
5: (laughs) His head is down. He can't even look up. He's done. I was was attacked to the heart. Oh, my God. We killed Kenny.
2: It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock.
6: That means it's time for a first look at what's happening here on this
3: Friday day. Uh, Bean, we can't. We can't do we it. We can't do it. Okay. Okay. We just can't. All right. Kevin needs to yeah, take. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, just because it. it makes it makes it better. Why would you want to make the
8: weekend even better?
3: It I doesn't guess. really
8: make it better, though. It's just you saying the word. How dare having you? a great weekend is having a great weekend. Mm-hmm. You don't need to call it Friday because you're having a great weekend. Yeah. If you're I'm not having you, a great weekend. Then your whole celebration is saying the word Friday. Yeah, Unacceptable. here's uh, here's Ali with more.
3: Sit on the throne of lies. Who's with me? Right. You guys, you're up early. I want to give you something. How would you like to see Fantastic Beasts: The Crimes of Grindelwald two days before it comes out? Oh yeah. yeah! It hits theaters November sixteenth. But if you would like to see that movie. With a pair of passes to K-Rock's advanced screening. It's happening at Arclight Hollywood on November 14th. Let's take the first five callers right now. And you are going to get the pair of passes to the K-Rock advanced screening. Fantastic beats The Crimes of Grunewald. Call now. Yep. Arclight Hollywood, November 14th. 1-800-520-1067. First five callers. And good luck to you. Speaking of that movie. Call now. And its author. J.K. Rowling, she is suing her former assistant for $31,000 for allegedly using her money to go on shopping sprees. Amanda Donaldson worked for her between 2014 and 2017 before being fired for gross misconduct. Mm. She, of course, denies all allegations, but the suit claims that she used Rowling's credit card for makeup, fancy coffees, fancier cats, and perfume. Wait, wait. Could cats be fancier than fancy coffees?
6: She's buying cats on a credit card? Apparently
3: so. That's weird. Apparently that weird. so. I don't know why that delighted where's the, me. Where's the cat store? Where's the yeah. fancier cat store? And yeah. how are they judging how much fancier it is than a fancy coffee?
8: That's a
6: good question.
3: It's yeah. a lot of a cat like wearing diamonds and it has its nails painted like I am a fancy cat? It's just weird. Did you think the same thing
6: I thought when you saw this story, Allie, that she worked for her for three years Mm -hmm. and only grifted $31,000? I
3: totally did, and we're rotten people because of that. But I thought to myself, J.K. Rowling makes... Millions upon millions, like by the minute. I think oh, so yeah, to keep I track so. of that money. First of all, she's got to have someone incredible keeping track of that money. Right, but mm-hmm. to only see that she took thirty-one thousand. I mean, this me is sad.
7: better. You guys are. <gasps> so, I'm. am just. You guys are fine she, with this. No,
3: no I'm not, not fine at all. With it. It's she just shocking be. that someone was paying attention and saw that amount and was concerned about it.
6: Yeah, it would be, Kevin, like you realizing you dropped two cents somewhere, you know, like you would never notice an amount that small. And I mean, I look, it's awful and she should be fired as she was and she should be prosecuted. Absolutely. But I was surprised that they were able to catch it.
3: I think they should take away her fancier cats. I agree. It's just, it's all insane. Guys, American Airlines has announced that passengers with nut allergies will be invited to board early in order to wipe down their seats, avoid possible exposure to allergens. That policy is set to take effect on December 12th with the updating of flight service manuals. They don't serve peanuts on their flights, but they want to make sure that anybody that has nut allergies could come on, wipe it down like somebody could have brought nuts on from the previous flight, that type of thing. Here's here's the number. Roughly fifteen million Americans suffer from food allergies, and I don't know. I feel like that number is going to shoot up on anyone flying American Airlines. Because you
8: can board early after
3: December (laughs) twelfth, right? Yes. We cannot be trusted to do things correctly and not try and feel entitled to things. Yes.
6: Allie, help me out here, and I I don't want to. I don't want to get the wrath of the people who have legitimate life-threatening nut allergies. Of the Mm -hmm. nut people? Right. The nut people, as Kevin likes to call them. I feel like nut allergies didn't exist until 10 years ago. I feel like I never heard about them my entire life every airplane served nuts, nobody ever had a nut allergy and died, and now it seems like every third person is going to die if they get exposed to a peanut. Am I wrong, or is it way more prevalent now than it used
3: to be? Or are we just hearing about it more because there's more access to that type of news? But wouldn't it it have
6: been big, big news mm -hmm. 20 years ago if somebody had died from getting exposure to a peanut butter sandwich by accident in a lunchroom, and you never, ever heard a story like that?
3: I, I feel like you might be on to something, but there are also, you know, varying degrees. There are people that they get any sense of a nut being in a room and they actually could die. Yeah, it's insane. I mean,
6: I'm not arguing it's not legitimate, I'm right. just trying to figure but out why, why so it has many become, more. Yeah, why so many more now? You said 15 million. I bet 20 years ago there were. A thousand. You yeah. Know? Well, this is.
3: It says suffer from food allergies, so I don't know if that's just okay. they're putting in. You know, people allergic to milk, people allergic to different things.
6: Shellfish. There was that awful story a couple of years ago in Canada. Remember, where uh, a guy kissed his girlfriend yes. at school, and he had had peanut peanut sometime within the previous twenty four hours, and she did die from yes. it. So again, I'm I'm not minimizing the fact that it is real for some people. Right. I just can't believe it's real for so many people.
3: I think what you're saying is raise stronger kids, right, parents? Is that what you're saying, Bean? That's what I'm picking <laughs> that's up. That's what I
6: heard. Yeah, yeah, don't be allergic to nuts. It's dumb. Right? Bean that's a loves great, nuts. It's a great tip. And then the rest of us don't get nuts on our plane. I hate that.
8: Oh, that's what that's what this is about. <laughs> that's
3: what it all comes down to, uh-huh. right? Remember, the, which one? I think it was Southwest. They used to have, uh, like, the candied nuts. They were nuts, but they had, like, a... a like something on them that made them taste like candy.
6: What was yeah, it? I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Oh, those are those so were good. good. Those were
3: good. Those were yeah. real good. Way to go nut allergy people. <laughs> now I can't have <laughs> I those. I don't think that's or what we're... even remember what they were to buy them on my own. Saying. You've ruined everything. Okay. That's what we're saying, Bean, right? Yes,
8: absolutely. That's not what I'm saying at all. Okay. Thank you.
3: Some birthdays for you. Hey, Cisco. You know him? He's the thong to song song song.
5: Let me see oh. that song.
8: That's a lot of that's a lot of Cisco. Yeah. I don't know we need that. You much don't need that Cisco. much. One of the most I important songs so. of our lifetime, you guys. Agreed.
3: Agreed. I uh, I did a deep dive into that song. It you was a 1,000 uh, page What was it? that Bean said that one. 10,000 pages. 10, no, 10,000 page.
8: word,
6: sorry.
3: 10,000 word deep dive. Mm-hmm. What was that song that you got into, Bean?
8: I have no idea what you're referring <gasps> to. You said at one point you guys I'm in the middle of a 10,000 word article about
3: and then it was some random song some that we hadn't song. thought about in decades.
8: Yeah,
6: I'll try to remember. Okay, okay. To, do, I do recall that conversation. Was it no, Cisco? It, it was not the funk song. Mm, song. No. Okay,
3: okay, weird. All right. Also, happy birthday to French Montana and Finn Cole from Animal Kingdom. Well, more importantly, Peaky Blinders. And that's what's happening.
2: It's the Kevin and Bean Show. <sighs> K-Rock.
8: So, Ruben, who works with us on the morning show. Uh, yes, hey, Ruben. Hey. Uh, Good morning, Bean. Yesterday, the meeting said, hey, guys, I might uh, be getting braces. And I was very shocked by
7: the number of people who were like,
3: oh, you're so lucky. Luck out. Total
7: luck out. Total luck out. I I was amazed, too. I thought they were going to make fun of me a little bit more, Bean.
3: Oh, Kevin
2: will.
6: I I will, absolutely. I'm I'm looking forward to it. Ruben, by the way, for folks who haven't heard, he's the one who's, uh, if Beer Mug doesn't answer your call, it's generally Ruben. And he does some other
8: stuff. So it's Ruben 90% of the time.
6: Right, exactly. Because Mug's, for some reason, is always in the bathroom. We don't even know where he is. But uh, uh, Ruben, what's going on with your teeth? I mean, I assume the obvious is that uh, even though you are an adult, you need a little bit of uh, a little bit of straightening.
7: Yeah, I was pretty fortunate as a kid; my teeth weren't as janky. And uh, you know, as I grew older, they just kind of moved around a little bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I'm I'm at a point in my life where I think you know I deserve to have a nice looking grill. All <laughs> so, right, <Okay. laughs> sure, yeah. yeah. So now- uh, after hearing, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Bean.
6: No, no. I was just uh, just for clarification. So you went to the dentist, and he suggested this to you that this would uh, this would improve your smile.
7: Yes, it's been suggested to me a few times. Uh, I've gone in for random checkups and you know cavity fills and things like <laughs> You're that. You're like, hey, dude, leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> Stop telling me I need braces. Yeah, bumming me out. And uh, most recently, like I've been noticing, it was a lot of food getting stuck in my teeth. Mm. So oh. I'd like to get rid it's of that hot. as well. Now, why didn't sure.
8: Ali say, oh, luck luck out, and why did Bean say, oh, I want that so.
3: Why? I we've talked about this. I always wanted braces as a, a kid. As a kid, like to the point where I would wear tin foil on my teeth. It was insane. <laughs> I get it, but I just that's I not crazy at all. No, no. no it's not nuts at all. Um, I I was fascinated. But I asked him, "Would you get Invisalign?" Because that's something I'm looking into because I have crowding on um, a couple teeth on the bottom that I've never had. Okay, so I'm looking into Invisalign, and you said absolutely not.
7: Yeah, I don't think I have the discipline to follow through with what Invisalign comes mm-hmm. with because uh, you'd have to keep them in all day and then take them out to eat and then immediately floss and brush right after. Right. And I, that's just I, Allie, that's not going to happen. Yeah. Why would you want Invisalign
8: when you can have beautiful silver metal in your mouth? Hold on. Dean, why would you want beautiful silver metal in your mouth?
6: I just think they look awesome. And by the way, I don't know if it was recently stoked more so by the Kevin and Bean billboard that sure. I heard Ali Siegel drew, but sure. I got to tell you, that's the best we've ever looked is <laughs> when we had our braces on that billboard. <laughs> and uh, now I feel walking around like a man without braces. I feel like I'm just a, she- a shell of what I should
8: be compared to that picture. Maybe I look at it differently because I had braces and mm. it sucked yeah. so I had, too. I had braces too. I had braces too as a, you know, 11, 12, 13 yes. year old, something
6: like like lucky. that yeah first and of all I, not lucky second of all it goes <laughs> why would you want just, it again i have a friend who is and i am by friend i i mean waitress at Deddy's right. who has who got adult braces she's around 30 or uh-huh. something like that and the first time i saw her with her braces i was like she is a thousand percent more attractive mm-hmm. right now oh no with the braces she right? really is yes. i don't know i think there's something hot mm-hmm. about it Okay, that's Ruben. That's weird. You think I think something be hot about it? I do. Yes. I don't know what it is. I don't I can't. Look, you can't explain why you like certain things. I just think they look neat and they look like they'd be fun to
8: have. But you've do you not remember having them? No, I don't. Because I do remember having them, and they suck. Your well, what teeth about when they're re- sore and they have to tighten them, and it's just a nightmare. I feel what like about they've what- come
3: a long way since you guys had that's them. Possible. Like they've come a long way in the last ten years. Would like, you get the actual braces? Braces? Re- would you get clear ones? What would you do?
7: That's something I'm still debating about. I'm still thinking about it. I don't know. I I, I like the look of the classic, you know, old school bracket yeah. yeah. on the tooth sure. with the wire coming across. But I think that, that's... Yeah. Just, I don't know. I mm. tell you Isn't what, I
6: don't be? want, and, and I think we can all agree no one wants or needs headgear. I know that. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> you don't I... want to be
8: the kid with the headgear. <laughs>
7: huh? That's what I'm afraid of, man. I, I want to Ruben
8: to be, <laughs> be the guy with the headgear,
6: though,
7: right? <laughs> no. Yes.
8: Who's with me?
9: Oh. It's Kevin and Bean. K.U.
6: Rock. K.O.Q. Right now, the Kevin and Bean Afro line is on the air. 323-520 AFRO. That's our number twenty It's our voicemail here at the show. You call us anytime and tell us what's
8: on your mind. We talked to a thirty four or thirty five year old. How old was uh, Halloween Janet? Uh, yeah, I think she was thirty five. Doesn't have kids. Uh-huh. Dresses up, mm-hmm. goes trick or treating, says it's fine, takes the candy at the end of the night, throws it away because she doesn't like candy. It was insane. <laughs> One of the weirdest people we've ever <laughs> talked to.
2: Kevin Bean, I'm in love with
6: Janet. Hook me up with her. Diving thirty eight. Thank you, Chris. <laughs> she, uh, there was something kind of fun
8: about her. She was wacky, definitely, but she straight she, crazy. Yeah, straight crazy.
2: And that's I love like her too. Be fun. Bean
8: yeah. <laughs> um, was talking about changing his name not too long ago.
10: So I'm listening to the podcast where Beans discussing changing his name, and I have to vote for Harry Stack because that's the best one that I heard. And. I actually grew up living down the street from a boy named Billy Balls. And you know what his dad's name was? Harry. Go, Bean.
13: Harry Sack.
8: Woo! It's the first time that's ever been chanted.
6: (laughs) (laughs) uh, I'm going to have to think about it. I'm not ready to commit to Harry Sack right now, but thank you.
8: The uh, Zero Club is still alive. Hey, guys. This is Junior from Rolling Heights. Um,
4: I'm
1: over here driving, and I'm like super excited because I'm going to be in the Zero Club, and instead my car just keeps saying fuel level low. What the hell, Chevy? Where's my miles? I want to be in the Zero Club.
6: (laughs) Yeah, he's right. It's a lot more fun if there's a countdown. When you see you have nine miles
8: left, three miles left, and then when you hit zero, oh, that's like winning the World Series. Mm -hmm. I'm going to need your participation in this next one. All right. (laughs) (laughs) working at the lab <laughs> late one night <laughs> it's anarchy you were right kevin right we talked about this when a week ago basically uh-huh. just for i don't know eight to ten years one of us would start gargling the other had to sing the monster mash it was unspoken it was understood that the person who was gargling <laughs> would do that until the lyrics were done so the other person would just start singing the monster mash S- oh, weird. it's super weird and That's then dumb. yeah exactly Thanks for bringing it back. <laughs> okay. I was working in the lab. <laughs> All right. <laughs> now it's anarchy. It is. <laughs> <Your turn? laughs> I was
6: working in the lab late one night. My eyes be <laughs> do you recite?
1: Okay. I am a loyal podcast listener from the Bay Area, and I just heard Allie refer to San Jose, as Sanjo. Allie, that's straight up G, yo. That's actually what we call it out here. You're hella representing the 40 Way. <gasps> Go show Wow. Did you bleep sharks? Of course,
8: heaven! <laughs> I can't let that go on this Kevin. radio station. Okay.
9: But he's, he's from San, that. he's from San Jose. San uh, That's
8: right. That he's got terrible, funny. terrible taste in hockey teams, though. Um, here's another podcast listener. And by the way, thank you to everybody who gets the show with the podcast and listens to it later. Hi there, I'm a podcast listener.
0: Um,
4: I am way behind, but I just heard that thing about how you misuse the wrong product. Uh, back when I was, like, 15-ish, I used Icy Hot as toothpaste. I'd never heard of Icy Hot. And then uh, afterwards, when I was all done, I went to yell at my parents and my mom and say, why would you buy, like, the worst toothpaste ever? And both of my parents just pointed, basically, and laughed at me. That
8: was, like, hilarious. And uh, just sent me on my way. They're, your parents were right. It is hilarious. <laughs> we did Jank uh, Tank yesterday, which mm-hmm. where Omar highlights some new products that we might want to invest in. And one was a travel jumpsuit mm-hmm. that seemed pretty cool, but this guy latched onto one part of it.
5: Hey, funny
1: people, you guys are talking about the jump, the travel jumpsuit, and how did you guys gloss over the fact that he said after 10 years, the solution is finally here for that rear exit bullshit? Who the is working on a travel jumpsuit for 10 years! <laughs> trying to figure out how to take <laughs> Unreal. <laughs> I'm out.
6: <laughs> All right. For that reason, I'm a no. <laughs>
9: <laughs> I was working in the lab late one night. My eyes beheld.
8: And here "It's going to be a long rest of the year." You know what? You know what happened to me is they started talking about it on the B Team podcast. Oh Podcasts. no! That's and they it. said, "Call and gargle." Oh, mm. That podcast has got to be pulled, right? Uh, Jonah Hill was on a morning show radio in uh, New York, and he had mm-hmm. this at to Breakfast say. Club. All right? We got a special guest in the
2: building. Yes. Sir. Sir. Tell you.
7: This is my favorite show. Okay. So I probably say that to all the shows. No, you just said that when I walked in. I already told you that wasn't true. I, I, you, I don't say right that here. to all the shows. I don't go on like Kevin and Bean. I'm like, yo, this is my favorite show. <laughs> like,
13: <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, can I just say I'm super hyped for your show? Like, you guys are my favorite morning show. And I don't just say that. I, I never say that. You don't hear me go on Kevin and Bean and say that. <laughs> Wait, what number is this again?
1: <laughs> hey, guys, just wanted to remind everybody to vote today. Yep. Look, I'm getting up early. What? I'm in line already. Yep. There's a guy ahead of me who looks a lot like mole, but I'm not worried about that. Vote early and often.
6: Uh, mm-hmm. We have bad, bad, bad news for you, sir. You, you missed it. That was
8: yesterday. I just pooped Tuesday. like the Millennium Falcon.
11: What did I say? Yesterday. You said yesterday
6: for some
3: reason? That's, that, that was Thursday, but voting was Tuesday for sure. <laughs>
5: right, Tuesday, right, like it always always
1: is. <laughs> I just pooped like the Millennium Falcon, and I don't mean like a huge, big one, like it's probably 112 scale. But then I flushed, and then I look at my poop, like you do, and um, I saw it. And as it flushed away, I went, no, and then I laughed because I thought it truly, oh, man, wish you could have seen it. We're good. <laughs> We're good, thank you. I wish we hadn't heard about it. Look, Friends and Helpers is a great organization. Oh. Did Kevin just say that he's the spokesperson for
5: it? Can you think of a worse person to speak your word than <laughs> Kevin. He is
6: the Sarah Huckabee Sanders of Friends and Helpers. That's true.
1: <laughs> How dare you, sir? Hey, I missed the announcement for the almost Christmas this morning. So I'm, I can only assume, based on past years, that the tickets will be going on sale this Friday, 10 at noon. Is that, is that correct? <laughs> I don't know. Get back to me. Thanks. And
11: now it's time for a moment with Kevin.
8: Tickets are uh, on sale uh, Friday, 10 at noon. Friday ten at noon. Why would I say that? <laughs> <laughs> <Nope>.
5: <laughs> that was a moment with Kevin.
8: It's not. Uh, it's it, it's not ten at all. It has nothing mm-hmm. to do with ten. It's today. At oh, noon. okay. Today at noon. Sure? Twelve. Straight up twelve o'clock noon. Twelve noon. Yesterday or okay. Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> today, twelve noon. Tickets for both nights at the K Rock Almost Christmas. The numbers call three. now. Nope. (laughs) The number is 323-520-AFRO to call the Afro Line 24 hours a day. It's
6: the Kevin and Bean show. K-Rock. Kevin, what have you learned about people all these years you've been working on the show?
8: People are dumb. Dumb. This one comes out of Texas. A woman, 30 years old, was disguised during a robbery on November second. A Texas woman wearing an oversized dog head from one Halloween costume and wings <laughs> from another robbed a Houston convenience store before leading cops on a car chase. Oh it's, wow! It's genius because they'll never find her. they'll never find her in that outfit. Well, that's yeah. what you would think, Shermeen. Sure, According to investigators, Colleen Dickens, the 30 year old mother of two, robbed a Stripes store of. The total haul was cigarettes and ten dollars in cash. Oh man. <laughs> she then fled the scene in a car, but it didn't take the cops long to find her because she didn't take the costume dog head off.
6: Oh, she was driving so with it. Yeah, so oh. there is
8: Um, I'm guessing that's her right there wearing the dog head. Oh, she's gotta oh. be better. After a short chase, Dickens emerged from her car, still wearing the dog's head. Wow. She's, she's committed. committed. Right. Yeah, she is.
3: What if she's just ugly? <laughs> <laughs> there was no dogs then. ugly. that's
6: <laughs> just sad.
3: It is, it is
8: sad. Uh, this one comes out of,
6: <laughs> usually the dogs just chase the car. They don't drive the car.
8: <laughs> Why would she leave that on the whole time? Idiot. <laughs> she's not making great choices. Uh, this story comes out of Washington. A judge removed his robe oh. Oh, and ran on. after two handcuffed inmates who made a run for it in a Washington state courtroom. That doesn't sound like the judge's job. Isn't there a bailiff for that? There's video of this. The guy's name is Judge K.D. Buzzard, and apparently 20-year-old Tanner Jacobson and 28-year-old Cody Howard literally were standing in front of the judge Mm -hmm. and just immediately turned and just made a run for it.
3: Handcuffed. Yes. Where do they think they're going to go?
8: I don't know, but Judge threw off the robe and ran after him and caught one of the guys before he got out of the building.
3: Impressive.
8: You do not want to be caught by the judge. No, not Judge
3: Buzzard. (laughs) Right?
8: (laughs) Uh, Both were charged with second-degree escape. Uh, This one is a napping American Airlines baggage handler trapped in cargo hold on flight to Chicago. An American Airlines baggage handler fell asleep on the job. And ended up flying from Kansas City to Chicago in the belly of a Boeing 737. Oh, God. The employee who works at Kansas City International Airport was working on the ramp for an American Flight 363 on Saturday when he apparently took a nap inside the cargo hold before the flight. I respect it. Nobody noticed that he was missing, and the plane took off at 5.52 a.m. local time, and the worker was still in the forward cargo hold, and they landed in Chicago before he woke up.
6: Whoa. You know, I don't know very much about the belly of a plane, but that's not heated, right? I don't believe so. Isn't it like, su- I mean, you're 40,000 feet in the air. It's super cold in there where your luggage is.
8: He was pretty okay. warm, though, because the uh, Chicago Police Department questioned him, and he said that he was way drunk. Okay, Whoa.
3: all right. Oh
0: super
8: the chill drunk, <laughs> hungover, drunk, and just passed out. He was, he was stunned. He had no idea. He wakes up, he get, gets off the plane. He's in Chicago. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. You don't expect that when you take a little a little nap at work. So. <laughs> does not seem ideal. Uh, this one comes out of Georgia. Authorities say a 34-year-old man accused of robbing a Subway restaurant earlier this month was captured in Tennessee. He was, doing, he was robbing restaurants in a couple of different states. Uh, the police department said the suspect, later identified as Zachary Miller, walked into a restaurant around 10, 15 a.m. They said he ordered a sandwich, and he stood there and watched her make the sandwich. Mm -hmm. Then he jumped the counter and said, give me the money. After he had his sandwich made. Huh. He's wearing a baseball cap. Okay. So, takes the money, approximately $100, and runs out. Mm -hmm. Okay. About 30 to 45 seconds later, he comes back in without the baseball hat Mm -hmm. to get his sandwich. (laughs) Oh, baby. At which point... (gasps) They identified him. Oh, honey. Because he forgot the sandwich. Oh, dear. <laughs>
5: you go to a different subway at that point, right? <laughs> and finally, the worst criminals in one part of this world. Six would-be robbers walked into an e-cigarette shop in the Belgian suburb of Charleroi in broad daylight, ready to make away with whatever was in the register. But according to BBC News, the quick-thinking clerk told the ne'er-do-wells to come back later, saying that if they did, he would have two to 3,000 euros waiting for them. Oh, I. no. He told them to
8: come
6: back.
5: And they- I love that they
6: they called them ne'er-do-wells, too, by the way.
5: <laughs> So. And they actually believed him. The surprise clerk immediately called the police, who were sure the group wouldn't return. But they did. An hour before closing, one of the robbers came back, and the clerk. I just want you to understand. Yet again suggested they return at closing time instead.
8: So the clerk says, huh? look, I know I told you to come back last hour. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to have a lot more money at closing time. Sure. Yeah, the case- cash is just cash is just pouring in here if you just wait a couple
5: hours man it's gonna be a
8: take she called the police and the police were like he's not gonna come back there's they're no not way they gonna come back that's right. ridiculous she got him to come back two different times wow that's amazing and when
5: they came back for the third and final time the cops were waiting for them five men were arrested and according to the clerk quote they're being called the worst robbers in belgium come on <laughs> at least you got a title out of it it's crazy the worst robbers in belgium And that's
2: Dumb. The Kevin and Bean Show on K-Rock.
6: The Internet's a good thing, you guys. In general, I think, right? Can can be, sure. Mm -hmm. I, uh, I don't know what we'd do without it. It's to become an important part of our lives. Dave spends about uh, 80% of his time here at work just trolling, just watching videos. I know yeah. That. A lot of cats. Not trying dogs. to get the Internet Roundup, though. Just watching just cats watching and videos. Just, yeah. just watching videos. <laughs> yeah. But he does select a few of the best viral videos of the week we present for you in one tiny package about this time every week. It's called the Kevin and Bean Internet Roundup. Hit it, Steve. Kevin and Bean's
4: Internet Roundup. Yeah. Oh, watch me, baby. Uh, Internet Roundup. Uh, Come on, y'all. Uh, Internet Roundup. Uh, oh, me, baby. Internet roundup. Check it out, Internet all. roundup.
6: Oh, watch me, baby. Thug life. <laughs> well, there's
4: certainly
1: nothing more thug life than
6: the <clears throat> Internet roundup. My favorite uh, video, maybe of the whole year, is uh, Shannon
8: your pizzas. <laughs> I know, I don't understand why you love this so much. Yeah, this I just, I like it a lot. You,
9: you sh- I've never seen. It's not my I, favorite of the year. I've never seen Bean so happy about a video. He's been since he said to me, Shannon. Your pizza's here. I was like, I haven't watched <laughs> the video. I haven't watched the video. Shannon, your pizza's right, here. He will Text message. Shannon, your pizza's here. I was like, okay, I, I better love watch it, it
6: anymore. So Shannon orders a pizza, and she's got a little doorbell <laughs> camera, and she <laughs> leaves a note on her front porch that says, "Hey." When you get here, just yell and let me know that my pizza's here because she's (laughs) off someplace in the house. So you see the delivery man walking up the sidewalk. He sees the note, and he follows through.
2: Come on!
1: Your pizza! (laughs) is (laughs) here.
3: What's not to love? It's I, awesome. I love it now. I love it, I love it too. too. I <laughs> do love that everyone in the house was laughing hysterically. <laughs> they have video from in the house hearing it, uh-huh. and it's that's it's awesome. quality. That's, yeah, a, that's could, a
6: great pizza man, by the way. Love that. Is. I hope he got well <laughs> tipped. John C. Riley, who is a great guy, a great American, and a wonderful, wonderful actor, is doing the rounds on a couple of new movies. He's in Wreck It Ralph, of course. He's got that new mm-hmm. Sherlock Holmes movie with Will Ferrell coming out. So he's on the press tour. we got to get John C. Riley in here. Agreed. Yeah. He's the best. So he's on with a sway in the morning on uh, Sirius. And as they uh, w- are one to do on that program, they ask him if he can rap. And uh, John C. Riley, who you know can sing from movies like Chicago and stuff, you'd be surprised he's got a little uh, a little Sugar Hill Gang in him too.
4: Here at this party Now all young ladies, just shake your bodies Bye. All young men, enemy or friend Well, if you heard me once, brother, I'm back again Yeah, I'm on the scene and I wasn't sent And I'm not alone, I'm with the president Whoa. This a president's hip and oh so funky I'll make you move like a disco monkey You'll shiver, <laughs> shake, and your back might break But do it anyhow, see what you can take So, uh, keep freaking while I'm a speaking Young ladies, to your knees start the weekend Cause I got the style <laughs> of class to go with. I'm numero uno, and don't you forget it. I could dance all night just to keep Come in step. And if enough people watch, you might gain a rep.
11: So do it. Said, do, do it. it. Said, do, do, do it. Do
1: it. Do it.
6: it. He yeah. yeah. like had it. that off the top of his
9: head. Oh, you guys. no way. No way is you that freestyle. So? I don't no, think so. Either. That was totally prepared.
0: I think he memorized to say, Oh, that though. great
9: rap. Yeah, yeah, that was amazing. It
6: was fun. Allie, were you singing along?
3: Listen, I love him so much, and the fact that he roller skates just made me love him <laughs> even more. The man roller skates. We talked about roller skating when he was on.
6: Yeah. <gasps> Speaking of rapping, I know I say this every time we feature one of this young man's videos in the Internet Roundup. I don't know why Mac Lethal is not a huge rap star. He is great. Here's a video that he put together called Stop uh, Waking Up at 4.30 a.m. is Stupid is what it's called. He says, hey, stop bragging about how early you wake up. Nobody cares. Go F yourself. Not only is he right, but he turned it into an awesome rap.
9: This is dedicated to the people that need sleep Cause they don't wanna be a motherfucking zombie Would somebody tell Marky Mark that I don't care That the sky's still darky dark when he jumps out of bed? You have 200 million dollars, you're f- up in the head If I had that kind of money, I would figure out a way to sleep for 6 months straight And I'd still probably be tired when I woke up And I'd still probably get up late But bro, while you're asleep, I'm up working hard But just because you're up working early doesn't mean that you're working smart See, you wake up at 4, so you probably go to bed at 8 but while you're asleep, I'm awake because I'm up working late. So you. <laughs> run, back, side to side. I'm a waking up at three o'clock, four or five. Anybody does, They thunk in their heads. So everybody go back to bed. We gonna sleep in, gonna sleep in, gonna sleep in, gonna sleep in.
6: There are a lot of people who like to brag about how early they get up. That's for sure. Not us. And,
9: and 4:30 a.m. <laughs> is
6: a stupid time to be up. <laughs> it is. Amen. All right. We heard John C. Riley rapping. We heard Mac Lethal rapping. Kevin, this one's for you. It's not rapping so much as it is singing.
5: I was working in the lab
11: late one night
5: when my eyes beheld a scary
11: sight.
8: What's happening? And finally, Allie, your favorite <laughs> video of the week
0: I is... Love I love too,
8: because this is Allie. <gasps> yes, it is.
0: Oh, my God.
6: <laughs> Maybe you have a friend at work, too, who the minute Halloween is over, man, November 1st is in full-scale Christmas mode. The cookies, the eggnog, the sweaters, the whole deal. This is a very funny uh, video from College Humor. Is that what they say? That's the site, yes. right, Dave? yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. Please check this out
10: i thought that i liked christmas but if this is what liking christmas looks like then maybe i don't like christmas
13: i sound like a bunch of ebony scrooges right now don't you mean Ebenezer scrooge no i mean ebony scrooge from 2000's a diva christmas carol with vanessa williams oh my god
10: why are you so obsessed with christmas
13: you really want to know the worst thing that ever happened to me happened at christmas <laughs> it was horrible it was Christmas Eve. I was nine years old. Wait, isn't that the monologue from Gremlin? Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, somebody likes Christmas.
10: But seriously, I was always afraid of our basement. It's dark down there. There's weird stuff. Okay,
2: that's just time alone. Ah,
13: oh, <laughs> you caught me. This is crazy. Guys, come on. You have to get involved. You gotta take a chance. You gotta do something. That's where I'm
2: scrooged. I love her.
6: I, I, I want to be friends with her. <laughs> You should see that video and all the rest at krock.com or kevinandbean.com right now. It's a Kevin and Bean Internet Roundup.
4: Internet Roundup. Come on, y'all. Internet Roundup. Go watch
2: the baby. The Kevin and Bean Show. The world-famous K-Rock.
6: Do I see that our friend uh, Russ Leatherman is on the phone? You do. Mm-hmm. The Movie Man, six second reviews.com? Yep. What the hell do you think he wants? Huh? I'm guessing we'll talk movies. Hey, Russ.
1: What's up, Lesbian? <laughs>
6: <laughs> we uh, may be hearing more from Russ as we get to the end of the year when every single weekend seems to be packed with high-profile, big-budget movies. This weekend is no exception. How, how does this uh, work with you, Russ? How, do you see, like, four or five movies a week?
1: You know, sometimes I see three. Sometimes I see two. Sometimes I see 10 minutes of one and 20 minutes of another. <laughs> okay.
2: All right. Fair, <laughs> it, all, it
1: all really depends. But we are at the time of year where some of these movies are are so good, I tend to stay to the end. Wow. Okay. Well, All right. that's quite an endorsement.
6: Why don't we uh, Why don't we start t- with <laughs> the Overlord, which is a movie that I've been curious about because it looks like a big budget movie with a great plot line, but has no stars to speak of. And I'm wondering how that's going to work for them at the box office.
1: Well, it's an interesting movie. It's a World War II action horror flick from producer J.J. J. Abrams. So that's cool. You have some American paratroopers drop into this small French village on on D-Day, or the day before D-Day, that's been invaded by Nazis, right? Mm -hmm. But there's a a surprise, too. Here's a clip. Welcome to France.
9: What happened here? Some questions don't have good answers. There's
7: a lot of soldiers out there, and there's only four of us.
5: Find out what's
9: inside that
7: compound. (laughs)
2: Nine wall. Wall. <laughs> what do you do with those people? They have been given a purpose. Oh yes. Oh, whoa. <laughs> yes, uh, yes, yes. <laughs> it
1: took a turn. Oh yes. Things things took a turn, but before we talk too much about it, here's your six-second review. The movie man. Six-second review starts now. Overlord is a kick ass and glorious bastards with zombies, and who doesn't like zombies and Nazi killing? Let in. Wow.
6: That, that does sound great. That's what they should have put in the slug line of the movie. I would have been so confused.
1: <laughs> Who does not enjoy zombies and some Nazi killing? Agreed. And I have to tell you, I was thinking of Kevin. I, re- I really wanna you? Because I feel like this is right it, up your alley. It really now, just should say, Kevin, see this. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's all you need. Kevin, see this. Now, Wyatt Russell uh, stars in this movie. Uh, Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn's son who's really kind of killing it out there right now. I don't know if you guys watched Lodge 49, uh, an it. AMC show. <laughs> yes. So good, right? Yep. And, and and he's so good in it, and he's good in this movie. And the thing I love about the movie is it it's a real movie, real action, looks great, but has these crazy B-movie elements and zombies and Nazi killing. What's Not to Love. What's Not to Love. Okay, that sounds like
6: a real recommendation. All right, we move on now. The holidays are here, and with it, the holiday movies. Some people, you might call them Grinches, would say, do we really need another version of How the Grinch Stole Christmas? But we have one. What's this all about, Russ? Uh,
1: Well, it's about the Grinch, Bean. Thanks for asking. (laughs) (laughs) But what's the story about? (laughs) It's it's the same story, Bean. Same story, okay. (laughs) This, This is the same story. We remember the TV special. We remember that Jim Carrey debacle, mm-hmm. right? Uh, yeah. It's it's really the Grinch is, is back to steal Christmas once again. Here's, here's a clip.
6: Small child, December 20th, rapidly searching for a really important lost letter. Might it be your list of demands to Santa?
1: They're not demands. It's more like a wish. And what I'm wishing for is really, really important.
6: Well, then why send a letter? I mean, if it's really that important, you should just ask him face to face. Oh, but that's right. No one's ever seen him. Mm, my bad.
1: Oh, the my is a bad. Dick. Makes you want to run out and see it, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> or maybe not. But here's why I think you should uh, The voices Benedict Cumberbatch, Rashida Jones, Pharrell Williams. There's nothing new or particularly memorable about this CGI Grinch, mm-hmm. but there's nothing really wrong with it either. Right, and it and it's it's looks fantastic. It's kind of the same story, but it's well done. You need something to do with the kids. Um, it's a no harm, no foul as far as movies go. All right. I mean, yeah. It's gonna cost you two hundred dollars to take to family, but I went to an AMC theater not to not to bitch and moan, but I had to pay like like the, the regulars out wow. there. Ew. Like the like the plebs. Gross. Right twenty two dollars a ticket. Yeah. That seems that like seems a lot. high. It does honey, right? Is
8: it possible they recognized you and said, jack it up? <laughs> That'll be $46 <laughs> for you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah. I thought it was insane, but you take a family, you take uh, yeah. a couple kids, it's, a, it's at least a $100 adventure. With that said, the Grinch... Well enough done. Go check it out. I liked it. All right. All right. And now the movie I am most curious about
6: because I loved the other films in this series, The Girl in the Spider's Web, a new dragon tattoo story. For folks who aren't familiar with it, what's the background on this?
1: Well, she's kind of a computer hacker vigilante, right? Um, she's a, a, She and a journalist in this movie find themselves, of course, caught in a web of spies, cyber criminals, corrupt government official. She's trying to hunt down a stolen computer program that controls the world's nuclear arsenal. Here's a clip.
8: I'm a fan of yours. The CEO who
2: beat up two prostitutes but then got acquitted in court yesterday.
11: Get me
2: down! I'm transferring 20% of your cash to these two girls. I'm calling down to security the rest, I'm transferring to your wife.
10: Take your child and leave. He won't hurt you again.
6: I love her. All right, a lot of, a lot of accents in this one. <laughs> oh. You love uh, Claire
11: Foy.
3: I love it, her, and the fact that Elizabeth is all about hurting men that hurt women. She so fun. Gets them so fun. <laughs> yes, relatable. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you what I liked and
1: what I didn't like okay. about this movie. Uh, a, you probably remember Rooney Mara from the uh-huh. last movie, yes? Mm-hmm. Um, who was movie very punkish, very sort of. Um, I think this is what Ali is is sort of thinking about here. It just seems like they slapped a tattoo on Claire Foy, oh. mm. Brand, like she's she's a girl with a tattoo doing. She's not stuff. badass enough, though. You're saying. I'm saying that the the movie is is very by the numbers. Um it's a mostly unsuccessful attempt at at a reboot, I think. And and frankly Claire Foy seems trapped in a miscast web of mediocrity and and well this tattoo needs a cover up.
3: But but she's on a motorcycle on ice and things are happening.
1: Wait, did you get that this tattoo needs a cover-up. Yeah, we got it. it was
5: no,
6: good. We got it. We did so you a favor so
1: by not hanging up on you, Russ. I <laughs> 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 you know.
2: Um, here's uh,
1: I'm going to manage uh, scarcity myself right out of here again. <laughs> here's <a, clears> the <throat> here's the thing with the movie. If it's 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 not nearly as exciting as the last one was, okay. I don't think. Um, the these plots are kind of convoluted, and I'm a simple man. <laughs> but if I'm going to pay, if I'm going to pay 22 bucks for a, for a movie ticket to see either this or Overlord cuz I'm not going to see both of them this weekend. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely going to see Overlord. It's yes. way more fun. A little more bang
6: for your buck. Right. And by the way, it's uh, it's no fault of uh, Claire Foy's, but uh, you know, David Fincher not being the director doesn't make a movie better either.
1: It doesn't help. It definitely doesn't help, and I think it's going to get hurt at the box office this weekend. If Well, what do you guys think? Let's play a little box office bingo. Okay? Kay? Oh, fun. So fun. Yeah. What do you think is going to be the number 1 movie at the box office this weekend? Grinch. Um I would say Grinch. I would Certainly have the new Grinch. movies, I would say Grinch, yeah. Sure. How much is it going to make?
3: Grinch is going to make $32 million. Mm. Guys?
8: I'll say $45. i am going to say 55
1: Kevin, I think you're right, right? on the money. I no no one's right ever on said, said that before. Thank you. Now, I know we need to go, but what's going to be number two? Let's just continue. I don't care. <laughs> you do? Because <laughs> yeah. it's Bohemian Rhapsody... Which is all teeth and bad wigs. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs)
6: There you go. There's your six-second review. (laughs) www.sixsecondreviews.com on Twitter. At the number six-second reviews, our friend Russ Leatherman is the movie man. Happy holidays to you. Great to chat again, sir.
2: Have a great weekend, you guys. Thanks, Russ. It's the Kevin and Bean Show.
6: K-Rock. Allie's here with what's happening.
2: Well,
3: at this time of what's happening on Fridays... During the 7 o'clock hour, we like to showcase our That's My Jam picks. What it is is a playlist that we all add to every single week. Every member of the Kevin and Bean Show picks a song that either is new that we want people to listen to, maybe an older song that came across our playlists at home, and we were like, oh, remember this? This was great. So we each pick a song every week, and then we add it to the playlist. Just follow along at Kevin and Bean on Instagram stories, on Facebook, on Twitter, and we will link you to the playlist. Just press follow, and you're going to have new music. Kevin, you're up first with your pick.
8: Uh, I don't know if you guys remember Steve Aoki remixed Blink-182, Bored to Death.
3: Mm -hmm. Uh,
8: That was a huge song for him. Well, he just came out with a new album today, Steve Aoki, Neon Future 3, and he does songs with BTS, with Mike Posner, with Jimmy E. World, and with Blink-182. Wow. And Blink 182's song is amazing. It's Steve Aoki and Blink 182. It came out today and it's called Why Are We So Broken?
6: I would They're not right. I have guessed that was Blink-182. I'll tell you that. Mm-mm. I love it. I love
3: They're
6: it,
8: They're very aoki Yes,
3: they are. <laughs> Aoki-fied. I like it. Bean, you are up next.
6: You can dance to my pick this week as well. I love the band LCD Sound System. If you've never seen the documentary they did about their farewell tour a few years ago that ended at Madison Square Garden called Shut Up and Play the Hits, You Should Watch It. It's one of the best music movies ever. And they didn't stay retired. They are back. And they got a cover song just released this week on Spotify of the old Heaven 17 song that we used to play on K-Rock a lot called We Don't Need No Fastest Groove Thing. Mm -hmm. And I suspect there's a reason why they decided to cover that song now at this point in American Mm -hmm. history. It does seem a little bit appropriate, but they do a wonderful job. Here's an LCD sound system.
2: I
3: would can not know that it. was them.
8: I would neither. That's awesome. Yeah, it's good.
3: I like it. Well, Jensen isn't here, but of course, uh, we have his pick. It is Swizz Beats featuring Jim Jones Preach.
0: I pack girls with shoulder stocks with the muffler attached. Uh-huh. We take trips to different places with the butler attached. we we'll play back the back press a
2: button, relax. Preach. Oh my, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Preach. Oh my, oh my gosh.
3: It's funny though, a guy right. named Jim Jones doing a song called Preach, right? I <laughs> thought he died. It's a, Different. It's a throwback it's
4: to like a Jonestown couple. reference. Yeah. To a
3: cult, cult leader in the 70s, you guys. <laughs> yeah. That's what I just very, did.
6: Very tight mention. That's a good poll.
3: You're welcome. <laughs> hey, do you guys remember in 2016 a viral video coming out of this man singing in the subway station? He was singing Unchained Melody by the Righteous Brothers. Yes. His voice was, it was sent from heaven. This man's voice was incredible. It became a huge viral hit. Um, James Corden wound up having him on, and then he went on to, I think he got to the quarterfinals of America's Got Talent. He wound up just putting out an album uh, this year. It's called I Will Never Give Up. His name is Mike Young, and he's now on a tour. He just sang at the Kings game last week. He did the national anthem. But here's the thing about this song. Martin Garrix, you know him, the uh, Dutch DJ. Also a record producer. He was just like us, watching this man sing in the subway, getting goosebumps, thinking this man is incredible. So he reached out to Mike Young and said, I want to work with you. I want to do a song. So they have just put out the song Dreamer. And it's basically this ballad about never giving up and doing everything you can to live your best life. And it is Beautiful and it is wonderful and here is Martin Garrix with Mike Young doing Dreamer.
5: Zero for effort. Zero for style. Zero for style quality. And you know what? I'm being generous. No, I'm
8: just kidding. I mean, That's a great song. You, you are. You could almost oh, hear him wow. among all the production.
3: Okay. I hate all of you right I, I now. just
8: said it's a great song. I was kidding. It's a great song.
3: Honestly, the man is telling you not to give up on your dreams. There's nothing left, and then you just have to remember there's always going to be something to believe in.
5: Zero for effort. Zero for style. Zero for style quality. (laughs) And you know what? I'm being generous.
3: Wow. Well, maybe Steve Aoki can remix it and you'll be like, meh, this is brilliant. I hate all of you. I hate all of you. (laughs) If you want to follow our That's My Jam playlist, like I said, it's at Kevin and Bean on Instagram stories, Facebook as well as Twitter. Just smash that follow button and uh, you'll you'll be following us. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. That's how it works. <laughs> Just smash it. Just killing it, you guys. Some birthdays for you: French Montana, Cisco, Finn Cole, and Lou Ferrigno. And that's what's happening.
2: Kevin and Bean on K Rock KROQ. Hey, um. <laughs> uh,
8: beer yes. mug is here and he's standing it's in okay. front of a
2: microphone it's fine okay.
8: he was invited this we is on you then this is right on but you.
6: he's one of the mitzvah brothers so <laughs> okay. we had to let him in okay. all right dj omar khan is in studio beer mug is in studio as well now i must have missed the original announcement that you guys were <laughs> teaming up to be the mitzvah brothers you how, were on when,
8: vacation yeah
4: yeah when and how did all this start this is over a year ago um i had i got contacted you know you know what happened is is about two years ago i I did my, my first mitzvah, and I consulted with Beer Mug, and he kind of gave me you know like you know the rundown of what's going to happen at the mitzvah, and this was more of a non traditional one, mm-hmm. uh, not really religious, so I felt comfortable doing it. Since then, I've done one other one, and then I got contacted uh, with uh, uh, from a uh, Kerak listener. Daniel, who wanted us as a team to do you and beer mug exactly mm-hmm. to do um, his daughter's mitzvah, and then that uh, started the Mitzvah Brothers. Yep, and okay.
9: who, who better qualified and more Jewish than me, right? <laughs> right. Hmm. Well, I mean, these are your people, and you—you hmm. uh, you had a bar mitzvah, so you know what it's all about, right? Hmm. I did. I did have a bar mitzvah. It wasn't one of those like crazy, outlandish ones because my parents, parents hate you. No, they're—they're they're, <laughs> they're middle class. They're not super, super rich. But uh, yeah, I was bar mitzvah. I—I had to read Hebrew from the Torah uh, oh. in a temple, and all my junior high friends came to a really cool party. Mazel tov! Thank
4: you. Well no. done. Look Omar. at you, Omar. Thank you. Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't
6: know. I, I, I'm one of the reasons I was curious about this conversation is because I don't know anything about bar mitzvahs or bat mitzvahs. I have no idea what's involved. I mean, I know very little about Jewish ceremony. I know the thing with the wedding where you smash the the you know the light bulb and stuff. I know a, a little bit about that. Or glass so like, It, I
9: don't, <laughs> yeah, it, it I mean, can be. Yeah, oh, okay. so it usually odd. is. Oh. Yeah. What do they?
6: What do you even do at a bar mitzvah or bat mitzvah? I mean, uh, what's the what what pres- what things do you have to go through to to reach that milestone of 13?
9: So the third. It's when you turn 13 in the Jewish religion, uh, uh, a boy or a girl, uh, bar meaning son, bot meaning daughter. By the way, I, I keep saying bat. Yeah, <laughs> that's why and, you need months. <laughs> it's hard to admit, but yeah. you need uh-huh. months. And um, depending on what time of the what month of the year uh, that person, uh, usually it's around their birthday, they're giving a, they're given a certain passage from the Torah that they have to memorize and read in front of a congregation, right? And but that's okay. not
8: your part, right? You're
9: not going no. We're just doing the reception. We're just doing the reception. Yeah, yeah, they
4: can okay. do the hora song, yeah, and uh, the
9: alchemy song, or no, I, I believe it's the Aliyah.
4: Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, the Alchemy's uh, a DJ, I then, think. Okay, and then they're going to do a couple of speeches, yeah. and then uh, we're going to do some games, because we're the Mitzvah Brothers. We're super fun. Now, <laughs> you guys brought up being
8: the Mitzvah Brothers yeah. 13 months ago? Yeah, yeah. How many gigs have the two of you had together? None <laughs> until tomorrow. Yeah, that, until be, tomorrow. Yeah, until okay. tomorrow. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That'll oh, be our by first the way, one.
6: Yeah. We we uh, we have two. There were twofold uh, mission here to try to accomplish. One is we want to talk to these guys about what their plans are for the weekend, and two is we want to hear from you about memorable or unusual or disastrous or whatever bar mitzvah and bat mitzvah ceremonies are that you you have Way over
8: the top. Some of these are crazy.
6: Am, yeah. yeah, I am fascinated by the wildly extravagant ones. You yes. know, we've all seen the My Sweet 16 show on MTV where they just spend hundreds of thousands of dollars for that that uh, milestone. I know that goes on for thirteen-year-olds too, if the parents can afford it.
4: Yeah, the one I'm doing is going to be at some swanky country club, and uh, I was telling them, "Do you want uplighting? Do you want gobo, uh, you know, effect for the dance floor? Do you want like a DJ facade?" Mm. Everything was like, "Sign us up! Sign us up! Sign us up!" It was cool. It was cool. So yeah, the kids hmm. are going to have a good time. Uh, the the uh, girl's name is Lily. She's in a band, so they're going to have a stage. She's going to play with the band, and then oh, they yeah. have, right. Right, and then they have like two different
6: sound system setups. So they're going all out.
3: Wow. Do they need okay. a drummer? It's be fun. Oh, oh, poor Lily. They uh,
6: are not. <laughs> so one eight hundred five two zero one zero six seven 520 1067 is our number. We'd like you to call us right now and tell us about the uh, the significant uh, stories you have about bar Mitzvah, bat mitzvahs. And the other thing that we want to accomplish is I get what DJ Omar Khan does. He's a professional DJ, and the best there is, he'll do his part. I'm not worried about
9: his part as a mitzvah brother. What is Birma doing for entertainment, though? Dude, this is the man. part I don't get. <laughs> He's a hype man, dude. I'm going to bring the skills that I've acquired here at the world famous K Rock oh, to no. Lily's bot. Mitzvah. Oh no, no, no! Yeah. Step yeah. it up for that. And <laughs> 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 this is important to her. <laughs> all I know, uh, all I know, is I'm super prepared. I uh, don't know where, where we go. Where am I going? Some, somewhere in somewhere, Irvine. Somewhere. Uh, and what time is it, sir? Oh, we, we start. I don't think our, we need we to work those details out yeah, now, exactly. okay, Yeah. Sure,
4: yeah. <laughs> No, but um, so 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 the two the two last parties that I did, um, it was about twenty to thirty kids. So oh, okay. I so I could wrangle those kids, and you know we do like a, a dance contest, mm-hmm. hula hoop contest, you know mummy rap contest. But these, I think I think there's gonna be like 40, 50 kids. Did you oh. say
3: mumble rap contest? Does Mo- that what it is? <laughs> no no no? no, no we got the guy, sure, but, but I hope so. <laughs> so so
4: I, I definitely need uh, you know help with the games sure. and keep the
9: children entertained. Mm-hmm. And what kind they- of games
8: do you do, Mugs?
9: Like a uh, uh, Red Rover, some. Sometimes we do uh what's the one <laughs> it's like a it's like oh two two walls oh. of people run together and we it, picked the wrong guy
3: <laughs> it's a, you know, musical, chair. Are musical chairs aren't playing red rover
9: uh we're doing mosh pits oh god wow oh rethink this daniel <laughs> <laughs> literally we're very sorry
3: <laughs> mugs um did dessert? you
9: shave off your mustache for this I did uh, the mustache okay, no longer sits on my face. Because
6: you with that mustache should not be around thirteen year old girls. <laughs> <laughs> that would be terrifying. I
3: never say sits on my face ever, ever again. God. All
6: right, so one eight hundred five two zero one zero six seven. We want to hear your stories of bar mitzvah and bat mitzvahs. What have you seen? And by the way, you can also contribute to um, you know to things, that, recommendations, sure, to yeah. tips. Yeah. The, yeah, yeah, tips for the guys mm-hmm. because this is the first one that they're doing together as the mitzvah brothers. Should we take one call real quick? Before the break, and sure. should we make it Emma in North Hollywood? She's on line one, joining us here on K-Rock. Shalom, Emma.
0: Hi.
13: Hi
6: there. Hi, Emma. What do you know about this? How, please please help us.
13: So, um, my bat mitzvah, you know, I was nervous, but everything was going fine. You know, um, I get to my Torah portion, and it's split into two parts. You know, you do the prayer, you do the first part, you do the prayer, you do the prayer, you do the second part, and as I'm going through the second part, um, which is probably the most nerve-wracking because you've just memorized this entire section of Hebrew, Uh I is sort of trying to get my attention and nudging me, going, Emma, 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 and I'm like, oh my God, what? I'm almost to the end, and I realize that I skipped an entire paragraph of my Torah portion in front of the entire congregation, and my grandma's Israeli, so
3: like she's speaks Hebrew, so she knew. She's like, I am not following this story, Emma.
6: (laughs) (laughs) Miss some Um. plot points here. So does that condemn you to hell or what happens now, Emma?
13: No, it's just incredibly embarrassing. Um and obviously, you know, fifteen years later it's still sticking with me. Sure. But but I, I have to
6: imagine if ever there's a time they're going to give you leeway, it's when you're a 13 year old girl. I mean, people understand how <laughs> tough that is for you to memorize a long passage in a foreign
8: language, right? Yeah. Okay. It All right. Does that sounded like it, a question. It
13: Did you have a good
8: Did you have a good reception slash
9: party afterwards?
13: I did.
8: That's I okay?
9: Did. All right. Yeah, what was the theme? They... What was the theme, Emma? Um. Uh
13: theme, Um, but I did as sort of like my mitzvah project, I um, was giving away my old books to charity, so I sort of made those into
6: the centerpieces. Oh, that's nice. Very cool. cool. Okay. All right, Emma. Well, thank you for calling. Thank you for sharing. We appreciate it so much. 1-800-520-1067. What tips do you have for the mitzvah brothers, and what have you seen that surprised you or entertained you at a bar mitzvah or bat mitzvah? We'll take your calls next on K-Rock.
2: It's the Kevin and Bean Show. The world-famous K-Rock.
8: Let's squeeze in one call. Let's make it Diego in Pomona. Good morning, Diego.
2: Hey, guys. We're trying to create a brand
8: here.
4: We got to name it right. Make sure it's recognizable. Uh, They got to be called the Bros
5: Mitzvah. Come on. (laughs)
11: The bros
5: mitzvah.
6: Yeah.
3: I don't hate it. I don't hate you know yeah. it.
6: I do think that works a little better than the Mitzvah brothers, I gotta be honest. <laughs> Alright, what are you guys? You willing to change the name ahead of your first gig this week? No, uh, we'll look into it. <laughs> All right. Thank you for the call, Diego, one-eight hundred-five two zero one 1067 six seven. We're looking for your calls on uh Bat Mitzvah's on, bat. Uh,
8: bat mitzvah's.
3: A <laughs> bot or bar mitzvahs. Give us a call. 1-800-520-1067. <laughs> So this is a bar
6: mitzvah, bat mitzvah situation when a young Jewish person be- uh, turns 13. It's mm-hmm. a, is it a serious, solemn ceremony? Yes. And, oh, then yes. Just, and then you go like a wedding is. Yes. But then the reception is just an all-out, just party. Oh, yep. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah okay. Kids get all drunk. It's awesome. I don't think they get drunk. <laughs> oh, no? no? Nope. Oh, are so 13. 13. The mitzvahs
4: I do. <laughs>
6: <laughs> Those mitzvah boys are in studio with us right now. Uh, DJ Omar Khan and uh, Beer Mug, and We're taking your calls at 1-800-520-1067. We're going to go to uh, Alex first on online two. From the 626, by the way, uh, this texture says, Beer Mug and Omar have to go all out. Boys to Menorah is what they <laughs> ought to be. Boys <laughs>
0: oh, <laughs> oh, oh, to Menorah.
4: Wow. That's, Apparently, a- yeah. that's awesome. I like it. Apparently, that was on Happy so
6: you may want to consider that if you're thinking <gasps> wow, about your name as, as well. well. <laughs> all right. Let's really see what is. Alex has got going on.
8: Hey, Alex. Hi.
13: Hi there. Uh, so
10: I... Well, it's you actually become a bar bat mitzvah, but you don't have a bar bat mitzvah. It's okay. 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 Oh. Um, okay. But yeah, yes. Um, so I grew up in Beverly Hills, which is a very uh, densely Jewish populated community. So mm-hmm. I had a big, like, big party. I went to tons of really extravagant parties. Um, <clears throat> my ceremony was uh, a little bit interesting. Uh, normally, when the Bar bat Mitzvah finishes their portion of the Hof Torah, which is another special reading that you do. Um, everyone, like, secretly everyone passes out candy, and they throw candy at the Bar bat Mitzvah when they're done reading their portion. Um, but they're, like, kids get really kind of mean with it, and they smash <laughs> the candies to make them harder. That's and,
12: nice. like, they
10: Yeah, sometimes they hurt people when they throw them at them. So my dad and one of my friends' dads became these sort of, like, authoritarian figures and went around and, like, prevented all of the kids from getting candy. And they're, like, they're these really humble and, like, meek Jewish. Not meek, but they're, like, they're humble. They're small guys. And they, like, stopped everyone from having the candy and ruining the ceremony by, like, throwing these hard candies at us. Well, that must have been a party Um,
8: afterward, though. Mm -hmm. You guys had to let loose.
10: Yeah, so we I had a really nice uh, reception at what was the Wyndham Ballage. I think it has a different name right now. Okay. It's, uh, it's on Sunset. And um, it was really fancy, but it happened to be on the same night as the R&B Music Awards. So a bunch of R&B artists happened to be hanging out in my hotel at the lobby. All right. when all of my guests were arriving, and everyone thought that I had hired them to be a part of my Bonnet. Vom- <laughs> 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 nice. <laughs> So my friends came up to me and were asking, like, hey, Alex, did you hi- hire Lauren Hill to hang out in the lobby? And I was like, yeah, of, yeah, course, of course I did. I did. That's <laughs> the right <laughs> answer.
6: Well, There's <laughs> one thing we know about Jewish people. <laughs> they love soul music. Well, that's yeah, my awesome. My parents
10: love rap. Absolutely.
6: <laughs> thank you for the call, Alex. We appreciate you listening and calling. Speaking of extravagant parties, let's go to line five. Let's say hi to David. He's into Hunga. up next on the Kevin Bean Show.
8: Hey, David. Hey, how you doing? Good, thank you.
11: What you see? So back, <laughs> unbelievable things. So back, back in the nineties, I used to work banquets at the Beverly Hills Hotel, and I got to see just incredibly stupid amounts of money spent on bar mitzvahs and bat mitzvahs. Mm-hmm. But there was one, one in particular where the family had hired the Laker girls to carry their son into the reception, and. They, and he jumped off, and not only did they bring him in, but he had learned part of their routine, and they all did a routine together on the floor as his entrance into the reception. And then did that's, the Lakers announcer go,
8: Laker girls.
6: <laughs> <laughs> that is
8: amazing,
6: that, by that the way. That would have been ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. yeah, let's not go over the top. would <laughs> be ridiculous.
11: We but could do that. Are you carrying Lillian?
9: A, yeah. How, how much of a baller is that kid, though, who comes
0: in with the Laker girls? Yeah. You know, I was
9: actually... I was at a bar mitzvah when the Laker girls showed up. That was at the Dodger Stadium Stadium Club. That's what, really yeah, In the Dodger Stadium. And they showed up and they handed out, uh, signed like 8x12 autographs to every attendee of the bar mitzvah. 8x12s? Wow. That's crazy. <laughs> that is a strange size. <laughs> is, is that even a real size? No. <laughs>
8: Let's go to Shirley in Long Beach. Good morning, Shirley. Good
13: morning. How are you guys? We are
8: good. Thank you. Good. What can we do for you?
13: So, my daughter's bought mitzvahs coming up in February, mm-hmm. and uh, I might need some entertainment. Wait, hold have on. Have you been listening, Shaleen? After everything that's
8: been said?
4: <laughs> oh, we can hook you up. We got the right mitzvah stuff.
13: <laughs> so,
11: you're thinking you're interested in,
13: in to Boys win. to Menorah
6: being at your party?
13: Yeah, I think I like the mitzvah bros.
1: mitzvah, oh, mitzvah bros. Bro. Oh, what, hey, whatever whatever you want paying, to be. That's yeah. all good. Whatever.
13: <laughs> uh, yeah, I, you know I what? I I just... Yeah,
4: go ahead. Go go to DJ and then just fill out the little form and then I'll see if I'm available.
8: I'll hook okay, you up. Cool. All right. I'll yeah. bring the regular horse <laughs> now, now hold on. Mugs or All no right. mugs? That's very oh, important. Yeah. Beer mug or no beer no mug. mug?
13: We yeah. gotta have mugs. Thank wow, we you. Sure gotta, we, gotta have, we gotta have everybody. It would be an okay.
2: honor.
8: <laughs> Kevin will be there too. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock. K-Rock Q.
6: That means it's time to keep it one hundred. Let me hear that theme.
7: I gotta keep it one hundred.
2: Keep it 100 Keep it 100 I keep it 100 keep it 100 i keeping it 100 Keep it at 100 Keep it 100 I'm keeping it 100 Keep the 100 Keep it 100 Keep it 100
6: it did not go unnoticed by me that there were multiple requests this week for Mumble Wrapped by Muggos. I mean, <laughs> that's a pretty good song. Which, which I do wish we were, I do kind of miss it since we debuted it yesterday. Uh, Beerbugs' uh, hit is unfortunately not Texture 100, but Sean and others who requested it keep on trying maybe another time. Uh, Texture number 99 this time around was Urge Overkill. Girl, you'll be a woman soon. Remember that? Oh, yeah. sure from Pulp Fiction, I think, is where it became famous. Uh, And Texture 101 was another great song, which I would love to hear sometimes. Stereo MCs connected, so that's Steve in Long Beach. But neither of them were Texture 100. That honor belongs to Manny Guzman, who joins us on the phone right now. Manny is in Vernon. Hey, Manny, what's going on, man? Hey, good morning. Did somebody order Mexican? (laughs) (laughs) Manny, I, I feel like I recognize your name from online a bunch. Do you frequently interact with the Kevin and Bean show?
1: Uh, I try to, whenever I get a chance. Okay, well, we Wait, is this it.
3: Manny D's Nuts, Guzman?
1: Word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I
5: don't know what
6: you two have going on. <laughs> you <but>. know. <laughs>
5: All
6: right, so Manny is a, a frequent contributor to the program, frequent listener. We appreciate that. So over the last a year plus, you've been hearing lots of people pick their songs. I'm sure you put your thinking cap on. How did you come up with your choice
1: today? Uh, this one just came up two weeks ago on a Friday, just. Then you know, I heard you guys and then that's the song that popped up into my head. I'm like, let me text it in. Hmm.
6: Okay, well you made it this uh, this week. You are text texter number one hundred. Why don't you introduce it for the
1: K Rock audience? Okay everybody, enjoy Dishwala counting blue card.
2: Tell me oh on, on my way to see her. So tell me
8: Six point seven K Rock is KROQ. This is the Kevin and Bean Show. It is fourteen minutes after nine o'clock.
6: That is the band right there, requested by our friend Manny from Vernon. The band is called Dishwala, which I did not know until this moment. The band's name comes from a Hindi term for a person providing satellite TV to a neighborhood. No, <laughs> that's what a Dishwala is.
3: That no, you
6: no, but, there's no way. There's
3: no way. You just found that on the Onion. That can't be real.
6: No. no. That is uh, that is on the Dishwalla Wikipedia page that they they took the name <laughs> from right. a an article. Find in it Wired, someplace else other than they, Wikipedia. The lead guitarist says they took the name out of a Wired magazine article about satellite television. And it's a Hindi term for people who who provided in the neighborhood. dishwal. So now we know that. I love Allie, it. Allie, why don't you do what you do and tell us when Counting Blue Cars would have been a big, big song here on the world-famous K-Rock.
3: I remember because I remember thinking to myself, oh, this dude just said, God is a woman. How cool mm-hmm. is that? Never really thought about it that way because I wasn't allowed to. God's always a man, right? That's what you're taught. But in 1996...
12: Yay!
6: Oh my god Yay! Is that dead is on? It? it is 1996 wow. I
12: was
1: gonna say 95 Yes <laughs> <laughs> Right after I said
3: 1996 When I you really started loving it You do usually guess
8: three or was... four years Just to try and get credit for one of them <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yes, it came out in 1996, and it
6: stayed on uh, the radio forever. It was the most played song on the radio in 1997. So wow. it had a long, long life, and obviously Manny still remembered it, so that was an excellent choice. Thank you for checking in on that. That is Keep It 100. Keep It
2: 100. The Kevin and Bean Show. The world famous K-Rock.
6: Ali's here. Time for our final look at what's happening on a Friday.
3: As well as Kat Corbett has entered Hi, the Kat. studio. Oh. Hi, So, you guys, Disney and Lucasfilm, they're now in development on a Rogue One prequel series. It's going to star, of course, Diego Luna. Mm -hmm. It's going to be for their upcoming streaming service. The series is set to go into, into production next year. And it's going to be the adventures of rebel spy Cassian Andor. And it's during the formative years of the rebellion, and just prior to the events of Rogue One, a Star Wars story where they all die. So, a
5: spoiler alert. So it's right. Just,
3: it's going to tell you their life story, that you know how it ends. Uh-huh. But, uh huh. But let's just get to know them.
6: Look, you know those people you barely remember from that one movie that <laughs> you gonna barely ex- remember.
3: <laughs> We're going
12: to expand
6: deep into their histories.
12: So, so there's that, you guys. And
6: maybe is there? Look, Ali, uh, you love Star Wars more than absolutely. Anything. Is there too much Star Wars? Well, uh,
3: yes, and I think that's why they're they're scaling back, and you mm-hmm. know they're doing things on this uh, streaming service. They're doing the Mandalorian, which is going to be incredible. I'm looking forward to that. But maybe things that don't really need the story right now. Okay, chill out for a bit. Okay. I mean, I guess they
6: at least did pull back on the on the Boba movie and on the Jabba movie and on the Lando movie and all the other things they were talking about at one point,
3: right? Absolutely. Absolutely. You guys, this story is fascinating to me. Divorces, not fun. No one enjoys them. They don't wind up being great for either couple, really. And especially when you have kids. But Chris Pratt and Anna Faris seem to have it all under control. Their divorce has been finalized, and TMZ has found out some of the details. They signed a contract saying that they must live no more than five miles apart from each other until their six-year-old son, Jack, completes the sixth grade. And if one of them wants to move, they have to give the other party written notice three months in advance. And if they want to travel out of the country, it has to be 30 days notice out of state jaunts, just reasonable notice. But to have all of this kind of... They're putting their kid first. Putting, absolutely. That's great. I think that's fantastic. And there were pictures of them on Halloween trick-or-treating with their new boyfriend, their new girlfriend with the kids. So I feel like they're doing everything right. Yeah, I'm. you know, it's not a nice... It's no one
12: celebrates that
3: breakup mm. no and it's
12: so cool when you can actually come around and be like alright look let's be civil let's mm-hmm. be friends absolutely let's get this done
6: but neither of you ladies will ever have to worry about getting divorced
8: wow How, we, okay. everybody was having a good time I just wow.
12: said something nice and then being wow. went down the rabbit hole <laughs> <laughs> not yet not yet oh man wow well, not, you I can ruin anything
3: thanks Bean. I thought that was a positive Thank note you, no. you didn't ray of sunshine you are. I remember um, the day we were talking about how Bean will not go to anyone's wedding. He demands to be invited, but he always <laughs> says no. And then he said, you know what, Allie? I would totally go to your wedding. And I went, oh my God. Be- oh, you dick. Yeah.
5: <laughs> you dick. Well, because yeah.
3: that's one no, no, invitation no, I don't have to worry about we getting. We get it. <laughs> Okay. So John Mayer just did an interview with Billboard. It's their new Mm. cover story with John Mayer. And it's very interesting. He talks about, well, his reputation. A lot of um, us ladies have heard not great things Mm -hmm. about John Mayer. And he said, listen, I'm 41 years old. I'm finally coming to terms with my age. He said, I probably had a run in my life where I wasn't aware that there was anything I couldn't have. And it made a monster out of me. And he says he's really changed his ways. He's acknowledged his controversial reputation. And he says he's really changed over the years, although not everyone has really adjusted their opinions of him yet. I love this quote some people still say that guy's a dick and I go well any of that data you're working off of is really old I mean (laughs) I can tell you for sure that I haven't been a dick in many years that's a really outdated take (laughs)
12: see the problem is he's uh, so charming that's the problem exactly I'm so happy
6: he did this interview because Mm -hmm. I think he's right not only in his case a lot of the awful things that people remember about John Mayer he brought on himself the Playboy interview and other things Mm -hmm. that he did but I mean he really this is a guy who really did take it you know take it uh, tore the house down to the studs and started over yeah. I and mean, he moved to freaking Montana for two years to get out of the Hollywood scene Yeah, and, and really I think to become a better man as a result of it and I think a lot of people get painted with a brush that they're just that one thing you remember them from from years ago and we don't give people the opportunity to grow and change
12: absolutely I'm so glad there was no social media when I was in high school because right? oh. I would have oh. been that person absolutely <laughs> man, we <all> would have been <laughs> awful by the
8: awful. way I, I uh, met John Mayer at uh, Jensen's, Jensen's wedding, wedding. Mm-hmm. and just the nicest yeah. Um, I'm. It's like he's not a celebrity. It's like, right. it's like he's one of us.
3: Yeah. Well, and you
8: don't
12: get that a lot of times from a celebrity. He wasn't trying to get in your pants, though, Kevin. <laughs> that's true. So that's a different story. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I heard
3: the wedding went, oh, <laughs> oh really? Yeah. Oh.
10: yeah. No, I've
3: talked to um, Jensen S- super about cool. John Mayer because, you know, he, uh, like he said in this article, you've just heard things over the years with Jennifer Aniston and Katy Perry and, oh, he's such a player. Taylor he's Swift. this, he's that. And his his Jensen's response was he's done a lot of growing up and he's truly one of the best guys I know. Which is lovely to hear from a yeah. friend of his. And Jensen's wife wife, I just said Jensen's uh-huh. wife, feels the same way about him. So
12: No, and I agree, look, you like learn. I mean, he was at a point where he could get anything. Absolutely. Anything, anything. And, and did. And yeah. who would refuse yeah. that? Yeah. You know?
6: Yeah. 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 bet he misses those days. (laughs) Or is that not the point? That is not the point at all. He did say in this
3: article, I'm talking about why he's been single basically since splitting up with Katy Perry four years ago. He said, I really have to make a direct connection with somebody. I don't think that people are into the idea of, hey, I snagged (laughs) mayor. This is the greatest interview ever. That's awesome. I enjoy it so very much. Also, what I enjoy... Cat Corbett telling me what cool things I can experience Thank you. this weekend.
12: I like your ponytail. It flips when you Thank get you. excited.
3: Oh my
12: God, so much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this weekend, Camp Floggin'aw is sold out at Dodger Stadium. You've got two days with Post Malone, Tyler the Creator, and Miss Lauren Hill if she shows up, ASAP Rocky. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. It's huge. It's sold out, but on Tyler the Creator's YouTube channel, they'll be streaming the whole thing. Love so it. you can sit at home in your soft pants like <laughs> Allie and I watch <laughs> watching the Hallmark oh, Channel. It's true. And you can watch Camp yeah. vlog and all. Uh-huh. It's going to be amazing. I like it. Um, something I wish I could go to if I were feeling a little better. This is amazing. I didn't even know this stuff still happened. The pro breakdancing freestyle world finals nice. are this weekend. Love it. Do do I have I you have to bring are you not competing this year? No. Yeah.
8: Just a judge now. My
12: pop and lock oh. is not on
3: point. <laughs> do it's I have not. to bring my own cardboard? Can you or do, I, you it? can do the worm,
12: can't you? Oh, like, I can do that. Watch what?
3: this. What? What? <laughs> I know! Oh, Oh, my God. I know. Nobody could see it because we're on the radio, but trust me, I just broke it. You must carry
12: your own cardboard with you. Thank you. Just throw it down. Thank you. We used
3: to put cardboard out in our garage, and we would put on, like, run DMC and my brother and I would be like, what? <laughs> and we would totally pop and lock and yeah. spin. I it wish was... there
8: was video of that. Oh my there God. Is. But there is. Oh,
3: yeah.
12: I, oh. I urge you to go find video of the freestyle sessions but it goes at uh, Laboom Laboom in Hunting, Huntington Park on Saturday and Sunday. Um, Fun. This looks amazing. Um, and finally, our gal Chip over here has double duty. Is this tonight, Chip? Tonight. Tonight. Wow, you better take a nap because she has two shows with her band Well Hung Heart. Uh, Viper Room. You're on the bill with Dookie, which is the Green Day um, tribute band which features members of Goldfinger and the Dickies uh, and No Small Children and More. And then you're going to go across town for a midnight set at the Satellite to play after the Tom Petty uh, tribute band, Tom Pretty 3.
13: Yeah, well, it's, it's a bill of all women uh, artists playing Tom Petty songs and we're doing the last four songs at midnight.
12: What's can you give us a taste of what
13: you're doing? Uh, we are doing Free Fallen, <gasps> Running Down a Dream, American Girl, Not American Girl, oh, I was already taken.
3: I was going to uh, go.
13: You Wreck Me, and Refugee. Oh, nice. Refugee is nice. Yeah.
3: All right. All right. Do it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, no. <laughs> no. Um. Nope.
8: Uh, <laughs> I love it. Hey, while we're talking about the weekend, can I mention my thing?
3: Yeah. Uh, no. Yes. yes. Yeah, okay, yes. Uh, tomorrow night, mm-hmm. Saturday
8: Night Hockey in Los Angeles. Yes. yes. With the LA Kings. Uh-huh. Yes. I'm going to be on the pregame show, yes. Fox Sports West.
12: <gasps> I'm sorry? You are? Yes. Are you wearing pants? Oh, no. He doesn't I have to. I don't think so. <laughs>
3: yeah, he'll be fine. He'll be fine.
8: <laughs> I haven't checked. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's at 6.30. And then I'm also So gonna... you're on
3: the pregame show at yes. 6.30 mm-hmm. chatting with, uh, with Patrick Patrick O'Neill. O'Neil. Yeah. Okay. And then, I mean, they'd never let you in the booth, And right? then I go up to the broadcast booth <gasps> with Alex
8: Faust and Jim Fox, and I help call some hockey.
3: He's what? going to do play-by-play Chris with the Kings. Chris has early. You guys, honestly, no, I I'm not plan Saturday. I have changed them.
8: I think Alex is still going to do the play-by-play. I'm just there for You'll the color commentary. For, I don't know what for, <laughs> but I that can't mean, wait. That
0: is so stupid <laughs> and so unnecessary.
3: and so foolish. Come on, man. I'm so looking forward to this. <laughs> and Kevin, so who, who are the Kings playing? Calgary. So either way, it's going to be lit. <laughs> Right, <laughs> girl, you're from the North Pole because you slay. <laughs> right, what is Some
0: happening? Birthdays.
3: Pop and lock through this. got to <laughs> Some birthdays for you: Finn Cole, French Montana, Cisco, and a man who probably heard. One of the most pressing and beautiful questions of our time, Mr. Lou Ferrigno,
9: at the Grammy Roundtable with none other than Mr. Lou Ferrigno, the Incredible Hulk himself. How are you doing, Lou?
7: Good. Good afternoon.
9: How is uh, How has life been for you up to up to today? <laughs> <laughs> Start when you were born.
3: I that hurts oh, me to hear that. Oh, it hurts me because I love it so much. <gasps> what? That's what's happening.
8: Thanks, Allie. The so-called helpful Honda dealers are handing out random acts of helpfulness. We all win with Strikers commercial free-for-all during your drive home today on the world-famous K-Rock. Have a great weekend, and we will see you on Monday morning. Tickets go on sale at noon. Don't
2: bogart that joint, my friend. Pass it over to me. You also
13: feel like a bunch of dumbasses.
2: Don't bogart that joint, my friend.
0: It over to me. Who in this room wants to be president? Mr. President, if I may, if I may of you ask one other question, are you worried? Or- that's enough. That's no, enough. Mr. President, that's I did, enough. Well, I to ask one of The, the other folks. That's had- enough.
8: Pardon me, ma'am. I'm, I'm, Mr. Excuse president, me. That's enough. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, those of you at home and in attendance, I would like to extend my deepest apologies for uh, what has devolved into a Uh, An
5: embarrassment. Well, uh, hopefully the end is near. This is awful!
10: I agree. We are all in agreement. This is absolutely terrible. Well, thank you very much,
2: gentlemen. Bong, bong. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock.
0: K-Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?